welcome to the Oral Health Podcast, where um, after our long Christmas break, we are finally back and ready to talk to you about all things oral health, just as before. So obviously, Karen and me have come fresh with a bunch of things that we like to talk about. And um, first thing on the docket is energy saving. So it's energy consumption um, or energy saving week this week. Um so we just want to have a little bit of a talk about the ways that we can look after our energy bills whilst we look after our teeth. And Karen, how was your Christmas? You were away in the sunshine, weren't you? I was, yes. Uh, I was in beautiful Marrakesh for a week with my daughter. It was absolutely amazing. And it's a bit down to earth with a bump, unfortunately. Minus three is not suiting me at the moment, but uh, <laughs> can't oh, no. be helped. But uh yeah, so in this day and age where we want to save, uh, save, uh, save energy, this isn't the uh, a great time for it because we want to have our heating on, don't we? Yeah, we do. We really do. Um, and I'm guilty of that. I put the heating on a couple of hours um, before I go to bed just to take the chill off because I, I don't like being cold and I just have to put up with the bill, but. There's um, a few ways we can all look after the energy um, use that we, we have whilst we look after our teeth, isn't there? There is, yes. And, um, you know, I, I would have thought you've got a lovely dog there to keep you nice and warm. So, you know, your energy bills shouldn't be massive. But, That's true. Uh, perhaps she's there. not big enough. Bless her. Yes, I mean, we, we obviously need to carry on our oral uh, oral health regime uh, through the winter months. Um mm -hmm. Uh, but, you know, even during the summer, there are things that we can do as well, just to cut down on the things that we're being wasteful with, really. Um, I mean, such as having the tap running whilst you're brushing your teeth or, you know, interdental cleaning. You don't need to do that. Turn it off. You don't need to use a wet brush. So your brush should be dry anyway. So you put your toothpaste on it, use it, rinse it off obviously not rinsing your mouth um, and then you put your toothbrush away so you don't actually need to have that running if you're using interdental brushes um, you can put some water into the into the basin and just give your uh, interdental brush a little flick in the water in between teeth you don't need to keep the tap running again so that's uh, that's certainly a very a very simple um, way of cutting down on on uh, water use anyway mm -hmm. well of course you don't even really need to fill the basin you could just have a cup fill a cup and just swill it you could indeed yeah you could indeed yeah so just have a little uh a little cup there um that would use even less as well wouldn't it i mean some people i mean some certain um electric toothbrushes and certainly manual toothbrushes can actually brush your teeth in the shower so you'd like two birds one one stone almost so yeah, you can uh, you can do it while you're in there. I don't, but mm. you know you don't all have to copy me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, speaking of electric <sighs> brushes and things, obviously, yeah, I suppose you could make the argument that well, you've got to spend energy to charge it, and if you've got to use batteries, then that's really bad. And um, so, are they more energy efficient than just using a standard brush? Um, I mean, the jury is out slightly, but I think from a recycling point of view, 
um, the electric brush lasts longer. The you can actually um, recycle the handles. You know when they when the, the the batteries run out. Obviously, it's more specialised uh, recycling than just putting it in your recycling bin. Um, and the heads as well. There is that was much recyclable as a normal you know uh, manual toothbrush so <clears throat> in effect um if we can get to a point where we can recycle the actual head um then it, it it's possible that that is going to be more uh sustainable because we're only getting rid of a smaller amount of plastic um none of the none of the filament head things can be recycled on any brush as far as i'm aware i'm not sure if you know any different but it's normally the handle that is the bit that can be um recycled especially sort of the the bamboo uh, ones but you still have to snap the head off to be able to recycle it so there's nothing fully recyclable in a toothbrush but it's such a such a hot subject at the moment um that i'm sure there are so many companies that really, really want to be the first person to have a fully uh, recyclable toothbrush. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, there's you've got to have some real strength to snap the head off a bamboo toothbrush. It's not easy. It's really, it's really not easy. And the thing is, no. people will say things like, "Oh yes, you uh, you just snap the head off your bamboo toothbrush and then you throw it in your compost bin." Who has a compost bin? in the real world i live in the city center i haven't seen one compost bin in the two years i've been in this place and i i take recycling really seriously but that's not but, i mean really would, it, would it be possible people well no but i mean would it be able to go into that like the food hopper thing that you have by you know, we don't sink? have anything like that <gasps> Wow. Like there's I'm no separate food those. disposal thing to just the regular not... bin. Oh. Yeah, so this is what I'm saying. It's bin. not. We have a green bin and a blue bin. So what's your green oh, it's bin? It's like a black for? bin and a blue bin. The the normal rubbish and then blue is recycling. Okay. So you but don't we have don't a have a separate bin. thing for food. And actually, really? yes, oh, yeah. It's for your council. I've never seen one in the last seven years that I've lived where I live now. Right. Um, I mean, certainly we have. Um, I mean, we're we're obviously Warwickshire District Council and and your Northamptonshire. So, uh, even though we're very very close together, we're kind of sort of borderline. Um, we have a green bin. We do have to pay forty pounds a year for it, but we can put in all of our compostable waste into there. Mm -hmm. So. If you've got that, you'll be able you to put your hands in If you live in like there. high rises, though, like I, I don't live in a high rise, but I live in a block of flats you can't really have food waste bins separate bins for like compostable stuff because it's not it's not practical and you get rats it's not like a um i suppose that advice is kind of only really suited to people that have like a three bed semi-detached and like do you I know what i mean it. i like love it how a... your voice your your accent goes from being newcastle to being posh when you're talking about what <laughs> things that <laughs> you think are posh it, it isn't posh a, to have a food hopper it it's, is not it's, but what i'm saying is it's not everyone's normal so it's no it's, no so the advice that you might see it might not be necessarily applicable to you and no 
and and you know the things that I do might not be applicable to someone else and blah 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 and mm. um I mean certainly I know that a lot of councils have a really really big remit on um the 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 percentage of recycling that they do so they do tend to have um you know that I remember rugby sending rounds um the bins the little the little hopper bins that you keep by your sink or whatever and all your food waste and anything compostable goes in there I use compostable bags just tie them up put them in your green bin as I say we do have to pay for the green bin so for the people who don't then all of that um stuff that you can you, you can compost will go into your regular black mm -hmm. bin so it kind of defeats the object so I do see what you're saying there that um there are some places where it's not possible to do that. But I think if it's non-food waste, like a, a toothbrush handle, you could save them up and, and take them down to, um, I imagine the tip would have some kind of, Maybe. I don't know. I don't know because I've never had to do it, unfortunately. But I, I mean, I'm so sure somebody will be able to correct me. But, um, you know, you could save them up and perhaps take them down to your, your normal tip and they would be able to do something mm -hmm. with them but I suppose it's about um finding out if you can recycle things I mean sort of like toothpaste tubes notoriously difficult to um <clears throat> to recycle just for the fact that there are several different materials which makes everything really difficult um and I think yeah. the more um advanced things are the harder they are to recycle because we make them out of lots of different things. I mean, cars of used course, to be easily, yeah. well, yeah, mm -hmm. cars used to be made out of a couple of different materials, very, very easy to recycle. These days, you've got carbon fibre, you've got different kind of metals, you've got plastics, you've got, you know, so many different things that are very difficult to, to recycle in that way. And unfortunately, um, many of our dental products are like that because they are, um so different in materials but um you know your, your dental floss I, I don't know whether we've got biodegradable dental floss um <clears throat> that would work but you see anything that biodegradable in moisture in wet it's going to biodegrade in your mouth exactly. I mean, yeah i was just quickly, thinking there was that gonna... um <laughs> yeah. wasn't you telling me there was that floss that they were made it out of a biodegradable thing and then you so like you put it in your mouth and it would like expand to the gaps that you had or like was that yeah no it wasn't no it wasn't it wasn't biodegradable it, it in fact there's another company just bought some more of that out it was expanding floss so basically the idea was you put it through your teeth as floss and as the moisture from your saliva um activates it, it kind of puffs out so it looks a little bit more like um like a sort of like a foamy kind of thing so it's thicker to clean in between the gaps of your teeth um i don't know how evidentially more successful it was than regular floss but it was certainly um a gimmick that was used but you know these things are made with coatings on them that won't break down so you know we're we're not great at being um sustainable from the point of view of our dental products but I say I think we have to you know look to the future a little bit with this but the things that we can do 
you know during this time is just to keep an eye on it mm-hmm. and maybe there is somewhere in your local area because as we pointed out many areas can be totally different in what you can recycle there may be somewhere in your area that you can recycle toothbrushes and and electric toothbrush heads so it would be interesting to you know get in touch with your council and see if there is something that uh, you know a scheme that they're doing where you can take them to a, a particular area to uh you know get them get them put them all together and mm-hmm. I don't know melt them down I suppose and make yeah. more toothbrushes but I know the filaments are very difficult but uh you know as I say each every each area is different so it's worth checking with your your council what their facilities are mm-hmm. absolutely and also the next time you're in the dentist sometimes they have the little things where you can drop the old products in to recycle them I've seen them yeah. once or twice um mm-hmm. I know they last smile month we we saw a company that was doing it and I can't for the life of me remember who they were but if it comes back to me um I'll find mm-hmm. it and I'll put mm-hmm. it in the um yeah I mean they the should be hard to find should they because they're not it's not everybody that's doing it but the other thing you could do I mean looking at it a slightly different way is to use your old toothbrushes for something else yeah clean so, the tiles exactly clean the wheels on your cars you know the, these toothbrush even though they're they're splayed and they may not be uh as effective in cleaning our teeth there's lots of other things we can use for them they're great for kids painting as well they make some like really interesting shapes and um you know uh, sort of different sort of what's the word i'm looking for textures yeah textures that's the word well done <clears throat> yeah um, so that the, the, the picture looks different so there's lots of things you can use for it um you know i've seen many people using them for i mean you can clean your animals teeth with them if necessary but there are lots of things that you can do um just to give them another another little bite of the cherry if you like so even if they last another few months you know you've kind of got every bit of use out of something and you know you feel less guilty at throwing something away if you've double used it don't you if you've you've kind of got the most out of it that you possibly can yeah and unfortunately a lot of manual toothbrushes come in single-use plastic packaging as well yes so yes yes simple things recycle that yeah recycle i mean it's great if they're all cardboard because then you don't have to split it up the it's the plastic bubble that um often is the bit that you can't recycle it and mm-hmm. you know many people don't have the time or the inclination to split them apart um but certainly if it's all if it's all cardboard you know recycle it if you can the problem is you've got to pack uh toothbrushes so that they remain um not sterile, sterile but, yeah. well, but good, clean and um and not not cross infected with anything mm-hmm. else so you do have to have them completely covered um that's just a given that's not anything we can get away with but uh yeah as i say the the using it twice recycling the packaging seeing if your council does recycle things like um toothbrushes and toothbrush heads um turning the tap off while you're you're actually cleaning your teeth um are all are all steps i mean they're small steps we're not going to change the world with it unless we all do it i mean mm-hmm. there's so many millions billions of us in the world if we all did that then we are going to make progress 
But uh, I think the temptation is to say, well, if it's only me doing it, it's not going to affect much. But uh, we'll think about it as a whole. Yeah, definitely. Um, mm. I think that's a really good place to, to end this. We're going to be back talking about um, plant-based diets and oral health for uh, Veganuary that we are currently mm. in the swing of at the moment. Um and then we'll also be talking about dry January as we end the month and just recap on how it went for us if we did it. And uh, Karen's not meeting my eyes right now, but that's fine. And uh... could I say, could I say damp January? Oh God, no, never, never say damp uh, January. That's awful. Well, well, if you haven't been able to manage dry completely, it's just slightly damp, isn't it? Okay, are you. you mm. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say I'm that. I'm trying again. <laughs> to. I'm just trying to uh, uh, get away with something. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, I'll uh, I'll let you get away and get on with your day. And thank you for listening. We'll speak to you again soon. <laughs>